Hello and welcome to Film Landing. Hi. Hey guys. Ella's back. Yay. 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 We loved having her on the show, so we invited her back. <laughs> I loved being here so much. Yeah, the audience really loved you. Listen. <laughs> Give it up for Ella. <laughs> a standing ovation. <laughs> the bot really loves me. <laughs> the Russian bot sent in a five-star review <laughs> of our episode that has, has not aired. <laughs> has not stopped listening. <laughs> <laughs> he listens to it on repeat. <laughs> for hours. Yeah, 3 a.m. He's still listening. Uh, me too. <laughs> uh, well, hello. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Any fun life updates, guys? <laughs> I had a Not much. I had a Bible exam this morning. How was it? <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I guessed on a couple of them. <laughs> but I think I uh I think we're going to walk away in the AB territory. So that's good. Okay, good. Good job. Thank you. Um, yeah, I have not done anything of interest. Oh, it's beautiful outside. It's very it pretty it's outside. It's so beautiful it's like outside. like 70 something right now. Yeah. 71. For mm-hmm. all, of, all of you who need visuals, Mariana is wearing a, a t-shirt, a, a yellow Yay. t-shirt. Marnie is wearing a white t-shirt. That's a collared... A blouse. A blouse. <laughs> and I'm wearing shorts. Woo! So it's, it's summer won- gear. It's wonderfully warm outside. It is. Um, so today we're going to be talking about the second Hunger Games movie, which we watched yesterday. Which, which is wonderful. Catching Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, because we did the Hunger Games last week and we really enjoyed doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a lot <clears> of fun. <throat> um, so that's why we had... Ella was dying to get back here. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, we dragged her in by the foot and she screamed. Dying, dying like PETA. There's <laughs> no time for laughing. No, it's serious. Serious business. Um, okay, anyone want to start with their initial thoughts on the movie? Well, the Hunger Games Catching Fire book is my favorite out of the trilogy. And the movie is probably my favorite movie out of the four. So I really enjoyed watching it again. Um, it's, I don't know. Any, like, do you guys have favorite, do you guys have favorite scenes? I really like the when they're in the arena. And I also really like the party that they go to. Um, just because of all the stuff that's going on. I think it's fun. Well, not actually, because there's a lot of bad stuff happening. But it's interesting to watch. And also just the whole entire scene where they're getting their interviews done before the Hunger Games starts, I think is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just stuff like that. And also <laughs> the way that PETA continues to like just be so smart throughout all of it. Like I was talking about this in the last episode, but how he manipulates the audience again by being talking about the baby and then he also in his little necklace thing that Effie gives him he puts in Katniss's family pictures of them so that she will want to survive and so that she won't try and save him which she knows she's trying to do because he's like you have more reasons to live for than I do and so he's kind of like manipulating her to live just a little bit yeah um but in the nice in a nice way Mm -hmm. yeah one one thing that I noticed about the the start of the movie before they're really in the arena is just how much tension there is mm-hmm. with every interaction they have mm. and you can really feel like the rebellion starting even though the capital is sort of denying it and it's not fully blown yet. I think they do a really good job of leading up to that. I, yeah, I like President Snow a lot in this movie. He's one of the, he's one of the bad guys that I like, that I don't hate as much. You know how you like hate certain bad guys more, mm-hmm. and I feel like I was just like thinking about his choices and his character throughout this movie. Obviously, he's not like great. He's mm-hmm. not a great guy, um, and he is kind of like selfish. But it's also interesting, like reading Machiavelli. And stuff like that, like the prince, 
mm-hmm. and just being like humanities reference yay go humanities shout out <laughs> professor it made, made you think of president snow a little bit because i was just like there's an element of this that is he is concerned i guess to keep everything together and that's probably more like self-interest mm-hmm. but i don't know it was just like he gives off a very i'd rather be feared mm-hmm. than loved kind of mm-hmm. but don't be hated but don't be hated. Like, I want them to like me. Mm-hmm. But I want them to be scared of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think the scene where he's talking to the game master is really interesting. Who ends up being good, which I totally forgot about. And so I was a little bit caught off guard by that at the end. Um, obviously, like, this podcast has spoilers. Just Oh, yeah. If, say you, that. if you guys haven't seen um, Catching Fire that came out in, like, what, 2010 or something? When did it come out? Um, oh, no, the other one came out. I feel like <coughs> we said 2008, right? The book came out in 2008. So. Yeah. Mov- oh, movies are going to be later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's probably like... Anyways. Mm-hmm. President Snow is having a conversation with the Game Master. 2013. And they're talking about like how to sort of kill the hope of the people. Mm-hmm. And that was interesting to me because... The game master is suggesting all of these things, and President Snow is like, "Like, no, that won't work." And so you can sort of feel the wheels turning in his brain on like how to keep control over everything. Mm-hmm. He's very strategic. Yeah, I I really like the way that the game master kind of tricks President Snow into thinking that what he does is gonna. So basically, his whole plan is we will. Um, kind of show Katniss only being interested in like the stuff that she has going on and showing that she's kind of part of the people in the capital while we also have a bunch of more people getting like flogged and killed in the districts so that way they actually grow to hate Katniss but the guy is doing a really good job like kind of understanding more who, who Katniss is than President Snow is Because he kind of understands that Katniss doesn't only care about her and her family. Because she does to a certain extent, but she also will care about all of these people getting hurt. Because we see that with Rue, how she cares about Rue. And how when she went to District 11 to talk to them, she gave a speech and she cared about the people there. And when the guy got shot, she felt so like horrible about it because she actually cares. Right. And so he tricks President Snow. And then I think through that, the rebellion then has more reason to amp themselves up. Yeah. I, I do like the relationship that, uh, what's his name? Plutarch Heavensby. I like the relationship that he has with Katniss. I like it's, it's creepy at first and it's, he's kind of like a, he, like, he's like a interesting character. Like, I feel like it's unsettling when you mm-hmm. meet him. And you ne- you don't really know what's going on inside his mind, but I feel like he's he's a well written character, and I think well acted. Like I don't know, mm-hmm. I just like I look at him. <laughs> and I'm like, oh well, yeah, yeah, this in, is a good addition. In the scene where he's introduced, or I don't know if he's introduced in the scene, but he's like dancing with Katniss at this big party, and you're just kind of thinking, what's what's this guy's deal? Mm. You know, he's sort of a mystery yeah. to me in that scene. And then we sort of see more and more of his character as the movie goes on. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a good follow-up to Seneca Crane because he was kind of a big deal, even moving in into the second movie. Like, his what he did mm-hmm. in the first movie was important. I kind of forgot. Mm-hmm. But then he is carried over after death into the second movie is kind of like a... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked the first Hunger Games arena just in general because I I liked how new all of it was through Katniss's... I mean, obviously, I'm not enjoying the kids killing each other aspect, but I... Especially the first, like, training part where they were, like, kind of training and showing off their skills and stuff. I liked that a lot more in the first movie than I did in the second movie. And I think part of that has to do with um how by visuals Seneca is far more separated from Katniss and like Pida and stuff than 
um, the other guy is because the other guy isn't wearing any kind of like crazy capital clothing or anything. Whereas like Seneca Crane wore like a red, red suit and he had this like crazy beard. And so he felt more like, which obviously the other guy is like actually a good guy, but he felt more separated. So all of it felt a lot less, a lot more like, um, Katniss was kind of alone in the games and stuff, which obviously in this movie she's not, but she doesn't know that she's not, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. That also surprised me, weirdly. I had forgotten that the a lot of the other tributes knew about this plan to save Katniss. Mm-hmm. Which sort of, I think, lowers the stakes of everything. Mm. Um, everything that like she went through in that arena. Though we do spend less time in that arena in the second movie than we did in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's because the focus of the conflict, the whole remember who your enemy was, like mm-hmm. the the focus on the conflict was outside, mm-hmm. yeah, outside the arena. Like there's a lot, there's a lot more going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was almost more, and I think, I think putting, making the arena such a small part of the movie was a good thing because so many people died so quickly in the in the like the new arena so it wasn't like a it wasn't really about the hunger games anymore because everyone was dying really quickly and a lot of people that were left were on um katniss's side so it wouldn't have been super interesting to have to watch all of these people kind of just like hang out together and like try to survive but all of the seeing all of the like the fog and the the water and the wave and stuff was all really really cool and really really interesting i'm just glad they didn't like draw it out Mm -hmm. too much because it's so much more about the relationships that they form and those characters Mm -hmm. and how they think about the capital like in the in the first movie we don't katniss doesn't really make any alliances besides rue and Peta, and so in the second movie you get these really memorable characters Mm-hmm. that you start to care about and it just feels much more three-dimensional mm-hmm. yeah the f- uh, the first movie was like action like immediate action and the second mm-hmm. movie was a growing tension mm-hmm. i think so you miss out on like i think there's less fighting probably but there's more like unease yeah I think the first movie really helped set that up at the end of the Hunger Games where the guy could have like was going to kill Peta and he's like oh I should just do it just be another pawn in their game like we're not like I'm not worth anything to them and stuff and he's from district one so he's like even him saying that is kind of like like oh wow like even he feels it being like in, in the highest possible district and so you kind of get this hint of this of the people understanding the separation between them and the other ones that is then played out through the next movie. I like that scene with the all the interviews where eventually Peta is like, if it weren't for the baby. And then but everyone's like, oh my god! That, yeah, that's <laughs> um, <laughs> like the most iconic quote. <laughs> one of the most iconic quotes in the whole movie. But uh, I really liked when Joanna came. Joanna? Joanna? Jo- I think it's Joanna. Joanna There's an H out. in it. I saw it in the subtitles, but everyone was like saying Joanna. Yeah. And she came out and she's just so angry. And like she, she like expresses, I think, exactly what everyone else Mm -hmm. was feeling. But, and so that was almost just a relief to watch. And I think it was probably a relief to the other tributes of just her Mm -hmm. like being like, F you, like just so mad. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's how I would feel. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I I like I liked her character a lot. I feel like anytime she was on screen, the, you you mm-hmm. feel like, whoo, because mm-hmm. she's so fun. Her actress is really fun too. Just like with the way that she talks, right? And she's just like this like sassy lady. And um, even at the end where she's like, we're like she's like cutting the tracker out of Katniss's arm. She's like, I'm helping you. Just like stay down. And she's just like, you know, she's mm-hmm. really smart. And yeah, I thought she. I think she's really cool. I wouldn't classify her as like comedic relief, mm-hmm. but she's in that vein. Yeah, she she's like provides relief from mm-hmm. the tension. I feel like is her character being there. Yeah, she definitely provides a lot of energy. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because the movie. Oh, I keep kicking the table, which is making noise. But the movie is very low energy. I feel like 
except for when you have like Effie there or Joanna because everybody else or like or Finnick too because Candace and Peta the whole time are just like they're mm. depressed they're like, and I don't blame them yeah it's I so know it's so somber mm-hmm. but it, it does a good job at conveying what's going on mm-hmm. yeah I do want to I know we were kind of again on the the deep topics of it. I do want to talk about um Peter versus Katniss and not Peter versus Katniss. <laughs> Peter versus Gale. Peter versus and then, Katniss. And epic battle. <laughs> and then a lot of the like weird cringy things that Peter would say throughout the movie. Um like something that I noticed a lot is that Katniss and Gale would just like kiss and then one of them would walk away like a lot of times throughout the movie. And then there's like that one time when um Katniss kisses Peter and he's like, it almost felt real. And it gave me a lot of like, where's my hug at energy. <laughs> We counted up a lot of strikes against Peta. <laughs> yeah. That's specifically the one I remember is when Katniss was like, oh, Finnick wanted to know my secrets. And then, and then <laughs> Peter was like, what, I, what did he say? I guess I'll have to get in line. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. The only secret Katniss about her is her favorite color. Hello, Katniss. <laughs> Would you like some bread? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great callback. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think this movie does turn turn the tides a little bit towards Peta's favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't. I don't like the scene where Gail just kisses Katniss without her permission. Yeah, and he's like, I just had to do that. And, and then, then and then they're like, once. somehow like dating after that. <laughs> I don't. I feel like we missed something. Yeah, there. their relationship is just like, I feel like it's just a lot of feelings and not enough like, like actual bonding and like conversation. Because I feel uh-huh. like the two of them work as friends in that they they can hunt together and they can like struggle together. But I don't think they're like laughing their ass. laughing their butts off together (laughs) (laughs) oh wait what is it yeah wait which one's the like but but neither are Katniss and Peta I don't think Katniss is laughing her butt off with anybody she giggled when he asked her what her favorite color was she chortled she (laughs) snickered you've gone too far that yeah. was funny. That was I, yeah. cute. I thought that's that that exchange was really awkward, but I feel <clears> like that you've gone too far kind of saved it because mm-hmm. it it's very much like I don't know, like random man hitting <laughs> on you energy. Be like, I don't know a lot about you. What's your favorite color? And then, you know, yeah, uh, the deepest thing he wanted to know about her. Strike yeah. two. <laughs> well, he knew that she wouldn't. Peta is very socially smart. Yeah. Even if he's awkward. Yeah. So he knew that she wouldn't like spill all her, her deepest feelings to him in that mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. So he went for some low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he grew <laughs> He he was grasping. <laughs> grasping for for anything about her. I've <laughs> I he's gonna start wearing green. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just all the time. He's like, I know you like green. I, I really, this is the only thing I know he about knows you. She likes gr- green and bread. <laughs> she likes being fed. Mm-hmm. Like she likes not being starved. Yeah. Bread is good, though. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I can hear you making mouth noises. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I was going to talk more about how when um gail gets flogged and katniss kind of is just there to comfort him and stuff and they have their cute little moment it still just doesn't feel romantic a lot of their moments don't feel romantic if that makes sense they're not like ooh, they're obviously in love and like a thing it just feels kind of like awkwardly kissing your friend because he got whipped and you feel bad you know (laughs) well do you think their their relationship is kind of like the you signify what i'm trying to save and you are an attractive male Mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah just be like i must kiss you he's her trying to convince herself she's not into a shorter man because on paper (laughs) gail does make sense for her Mm -hmm. right and, like, obviously she likes him enough to run away with him. You know, like... Because mm-hmm. she cares about him. That was more him. of a strategic move. 
Right, but she trusts him with yes with mm-hmm. strategy and that kind of thing. Yeah. And he did, like, take care of her family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's just, like, a good friend is the thing. Mm-hmm. Is that he's kind of, he's home for her in a in a different way than PETA is because they're both, they're all from the same district. And Gail kind of just represents all of the part, like, kind of some of the bad parts of Katniss in that he just, like, is kind of, like, dark and brooding all the time. And he's just kind of, like, you know, kind of... He pushes her to do things. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, actually. Never mind. Scratch that. I lost my train of thought halfway through that sentence. I feel like I get what you're saying, though, because he's he's very similar to her in the sense that he's very serious. Mm -hmm. And he is, like, hunter and, like, I work hard. I take care of my family. And then Pete is just, like, this this kind of... Yeah, he's bread boy. He's little like the, what? What did they say? The baker's boy. <laughs> baker's boy. The baker's the gr- and a people yeah. They pleaser. they introduce them as the baker's boy and the girl on fire. <laughs> She's the oven and he's the bread. <laughs> <laughs> bun in the oven. <laughs> if it weren't for the bun in the oven, <laughs> uh, I'm baking some bread. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Who let him cook? <laughs> let him cook. <laughs> uh, Gail also gives me the impression that he does not know how to cook. So red yeah. flag. <laughs> red flag. But he knows how to hunt. Yeah. He, but, he, but 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 can he cook? Two hunters don't equal a meal. You know, if they yeah, both can yeah. hunt and then it's like, oh, great. No, yeah. But, uh, Katniss brings home the squirrel and then <laughs> Peta bakes the bread and they put the squirrel squirrel meat on the bread it's <laughs> a, a crustini a, <laughs> a, a wellington to feed to feed their three children well, that they have, they have two. two they probably have a third one eventually <laughs> anyways <laughs> um <clears throat> something came to my brain in the middle of um i want to kind of i don't know and you all have anything you're weighing on your mind a little bit uh costume design Mm-hmm. It's it's really good. The capital costume design and stuff in the in the I really like the suits and outfits that they wear for the games. I think those are really cool. I do not agree with the choice of Katniss and Peta's outfits in the beginning of the movie. What it obviously it's a product of twenty thirteen. What are their outfits in the beginning of the Katniss movie? Are you talking about wearing, the scarf? I'm talking about Katniss's oh, okay. like weirdly like asymmetrical, like like yeah, it looks vest like scarf situation. Like a shawl that a fifty-year-old woman would wear to church in twenty twenty-three. And and Peta and they're constantly covering up Peta's neck. They do not need to do that. He he is a very handsome boy with a, a small neck, and you can't uh-huh. cover it up. He needs like a good V-neck, you yeah, know, yeah. to elongate his face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. put Peta in more V-necks. Mm-hmm. But I do, I do like a lot of the stuff they wear on the capital. Well, yeah, I was just, I yeah, no, I was a general like tossing out of what are the thoughts on it. I um, I like, I always like the extravagant costumes. Like mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about fashion, like but F-use? I know, yeah, yeah, but I know <clears throat> what my thine eyes like to look at. My yeah. thine eyes. I think in this movie, Effie. I like watching her relationship with Katniss and Peeta slowly grow over time. Yeah. Because obviously she's incredibly friendly towards them in the beginning. And so it's sort of a subtle growth. Um, but you, I think you can see that in her costume design because she has like the gold hair and that's connected to her, to Katniss's pin. And she gives something gold to Hamish and Peeta. So I think that's very sweet. I think. And in that last scene where she's saying goodbye to them, you can really feel that she just cares so deeply about them. Right. Mm-hmm. Even if it's difficult for her to seem genuine sometimes because she's so over the top. Yeah. I really liked the the scene where we were like the, the bowls and Katniss mm-hmm. was the only one in the bowl. And you know, like she has to do that. Mm-hmm. Like it's a part of like the whole character that she is. Like mm-hmm. this is what she's grown up doing. She knows the capital. She is there to be like extravagant. Mm-hmm. But like the the profound sadness that she experiences. Like mm-hmm. you can tell that this is something that even though 
she's been doing this her entire life and this is something that's been normalized mm-hmm. for her that this is affecting her more than than usual yeah i i also really like that scene because it kind of makes her it makes her feel more human and not so much just like this crazy capital lady that she is in the first movie right because she's actually showing a lot of emotion because she knows that one of them is not going to make it or neither of them will make it and it kind of for me at least shows that even the people in the capital at least some of them are still just underneath the scrutiny of president snow like they're under his rule and there's not like they're kind of also just playing a part like with Cinna, he does so many things to help Katniss and he doesn't have to do any of that like he's in the capital like he is top dog in the fashion yeah. industry but yet he still does so much because i think like he can even see like all of the stuff that's going on around him and it's not something that he is, is enjoying seeing or experiencing right this is the the I feel like the movie where people realize what Katniss stands for, mm-hmm. and Katniss is not realizing what Katniss stands for. Mm, I don't no. think she ever truly does, though. I think yeah. for the rest of her screen time, she's still shocked because <laughs> her as a symbol is very different than her as a person. Right. Mm-hmm. People's understanding <clears throat> of her. Yeah. I I like those scenes where Snow's granddaughter is sort of looking up to Katniss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting to me because she has been in, in in an environment where she's likely been brainwashed to think that the capital is just the best thing and she has everything she could ever need. But Katniss is still like a symbol of hope to her and the kids in the capital. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the everybody wears their hair like this. Grandpa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. G- grandpa. <laughs> Gramps. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, oh my god uh, keep talking i forgot what i was gonna say i i shared this tidbit of fun fact about snow last night um that he wears roses to cover up the fact that he has like i think it's sores or something in his mouth he's 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 terminally ill and so he has to like this entire time he's slowly dying which i think adds a a good touch of flavor to his character Mm-hmm. But the whole the whole roses that drink that it's he's also very into. symbolic of the state of the capital, right? And mm-hmm. shiny outside, crumbling interior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. Basically, I was gonna say that Katniss never wanted to be like the face for the rebel, like for the rebellion, or part of like a revolution or anything. Like that wasn't any part of her intention at all. She was just like, I just wanted to go home and I just wanted to save Peta. Like that was it. Like she was happy just living there and like not doing anything she didn't want to be part of the rebellion like she even doesn't want like in the we find out on the later movies that she doesn't want to be the face of the rebellion she just wants to help Peta. she wants Peta to be the face of the rebellion yeah because yeah she's constantly like oh Peta has to survive and i'll die and it's fine i'll sacrifice for Peta." and then but like they're going into the they're introducing all of the um tributes and the crowd is just chanting Katniss 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 Mm -hmm. yeah because her her little Barry moment like spoke out to people so much but all she wanted to do was make sure that they would go home right oh that why (sighs) did you do that I'm sorry. I just, there was, a, I didn't fully process that you were about to say something, so I pushed the button. <laughs> when um, she, I don't know if this is intentional, but when she is at the very end, when she's pointing her bow at Finnick, I think, and he says, remember who the true enemy is, and then she points her bow to the sky and shoots the dome of mm-hmm. that's keeping them there. It reminds me a lot of that last of that scene in the third book when she's about to shoot President Snow and she turns her bow up and shoots a coin coin instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's remembering who the true enemy is. There's always something like <laughs> that was a juicy swallow. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know if you could hear that. There's always something bigger and badder that they're mm-hmm. they're faced with. I also feel like. 
a good description of her her character and like Peta and Gail is exhausted. Like it's draining to watch them be so tired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause she just she just wants to be okay. Yeah, she just wants to go home. Yeah. And now there there is no district twelve. There is there is no district twelve. <laughs> Mariana, you said that that, like, shocked your world. Yeah, I, w- I think I read it in, like, fifth or sixth grade, and I was like, oh, my God. And I was, I was, and I, and then, and then I grabbed the next book, because I had both of them, so I was just like, okay, and I just grabbed the other one kept reading. This is crazy. This is so good. What? What's going on? And then everything went horrible. <laughs> and then it got really bad. <laughs> got much worse than it was at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I wanted to note, circling back to colors and outfits and stuff like that, is, uh, like, Katniss says her favorite color is green, right? Which is obviously, like, reflective of nature and the environment that she's comfortable in. And, like, green is, like, life and growth and well-being, you know, just, like, soothing. Uh, But she's always presented in, like, black and red, you know, she's she's turned into, like, a burnt version of herself. You know, something angry that she doesn't really want to be because she just wants to be mm-hmm. at home in the woods. Yeah, I don't think she's an- angry as <clears throat> she is just tired, you know? Frustrated. Yeah, frustrated and, like, I don't know. I think, like, Joanna shows, like, that insane anger, but all that Katniss wants is to go home. Right. You know, she just wants the people she cares about to be safe. Right. Orange is also... The color that's it's like cheerful, but also like psychopath color. <laughs> I don't know something about like orange jumpsuits. It's very strong. It mm-hmm. is very strong. It's a it's an aggressive color, but it's also yeah, orange very and black. Inc- incredibly aggressive colors. Yeah, yeah. Well, but the color orange that that Peta likes is sunset orange. It's the color of the sunset. Yeah. The color of the sunset. In case you didn't, because it's the color of the sunset. I Which was making that joke because of Milligan. Oh. <laughs> it is a very like collegiate color scheme. Yeah. Join our sports team. Go Buffs. Go Buffs. Shout out to the Milligan baseball <laughs> baseball team. A shout out to all of the Milligan athletes. Us and the two other non-athletes are supporting y'all. What? So true. Yes. Cuz our school doesn't have a lot of non-athletes. Oh, that's so true. Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> I hope humanities is treating you well, guys. Russian bot, did you like your humanities test? <laughs> Russian bot, how did you do on your humanities <laughs> test? Anyways. The, it's the color of the sunset not also similar to Effie's hair? It's a lot of yeah. colors. There are a lot of oranges that the sunset can be. The right. specific orange that her hair is in that second is like <clears throat> a pale orange. It's not that... It's not that it's not that orange, to be honest. But sunset orange is also not that orange. You know? He doesn't actually like orange. I he likes I feel like he likes a much brighter orange than like yeah. Buffy's hair. Tangerine. Like a hopeful citrusy orange. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but that's not really the color of the sunset. Sunset orange peel? <laughs> what is that? I don't know. <laughs> 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 Sorry, guys. I lost it. Anyways, intermission. For more Milligan, for more Milligan radio shows and podcasts, listen to ninety point five WMC Milligan Radio. This episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. <laughs> Rain Shadow Legends. <laughs> use use our code BUFF55 to get 55% off at checkout. I've been using HelloFresh for two months now, and I'm, I haven't eaten better in my life. I love getting onions delivered to me via the mail. <laughs> It even works as a free workout because you have to walk all the way down to the post office every single day. (laughs) 
I make everything in my microwave. Because <laughs> <laughs> if we have hot plates, we'll burn the building down. <laughs> apparently. That was wonderful. That was so splendid. <laughs> Anyways, outside of intermission now, we're back. Because we, we were never really gone. <laughs> <laughs> we just needed a minute. <laughs> yes, to collect ourselves. I thought of nothing. No thoughts went through <laughs> my mind during that time. <laughs> How much time do we have? <laughs> 30 more minutes. <laughs> Comment below your favorite Katniss fact. <laughs> Catnip. Oh my god. Yeah, the biggest crime in this movie isn't any of the bad capital stuff. It's the fact that Gail continues to call Katniss catnip. He's uh, he's like they're having this little moment and he goes, Hi catnip. Ew. She's not he's not her dad. Like that would be kind of okay if he was her dad or her grandpa. Mm -hmm. But he's supposed to be dating her. That is not a cute little nickname. You mean it's like calling someone weed. <laughs> like other nickname. Hey hey marijuana. No, absolutely. That's not. what people used to call you. Yeah. Don't give people ideas. Marinara. Marinara. Yes. I feel like that's a that's like a weird little flirty thing that if a boy came up to you and was like, Hey Ellabella. Hey Ellabella. Hey Ellabella. Uh I do get I feel like most of the time my nickname is just Eleanor. It's just people saying more of my name. Mm -hmm. mm. But that's not like catnip. That's no, I feel like if a guy that I Especially if I didn't know very well, that would be kind of weird. <laughs> but, then, but that's what he's called her since they were kids. That's true. True. I mean, can you imagine him saying that in a serious context? We gotta defeat the capital, catnip. Catnip, your mom died. But when they're saying goodbye, and he's just like, bye, catnip. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, yeah, their cat makes an appearance in this movie. I noticed that. Mm -hmm. When they're in their house, and I think, like, I always want to say Rue. Her name is Prim. Mm -hmm. Prim is holding the cat, which, I don't know, he just gets mentioned a lot in the third book. Mm -hmm. So I yeah. saw a TikTok that um, the cat is an allegory for Katniss because it's mean, um, and, <laughs> and, and Prim is the only one that, that it loves. What's the cat's name? I used to know the cat's, it's, it's on the tip of my tongue. The tip, the tip of my tippy tongue. Tippy toes. I'm Googling it. Marnie, tell us a fun story. It's on the tip of your tongue. I forgot that. That's a, that's a Sophia the First song, but I forgot the rest of it. Just waiting to be sung. Follow me. Take Buttercup. my lead. Buttercup. Brand new friend. Maybe <laughs> all you need. So Shout out to Sophia the, the first. first, guys. That's a really good show. Never watched it. It's excellent. <laughs> Highly recommend. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> Buttercup is the name of the cat. Buttercup is the name of the cat. Buttercup. Mm -hmm. Catnip. Buttercup. Same name. Same thing. True. Yeah. True to what? That they're kind of similar names. Oh, yeah. Also that she is the cat. She's a cool cat. Kind is a furry. Cat. Untrue. <laughs> I object, Your Honor. That is canonical. <laughs> I've changed the tide. She, I, I don't think she ever inter like interacts with animals. Monkeys. Other than killing, trying to kill them. That scene with the monkeys and the f the fog before that, those were like so effectively scary. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. we could not catch I a was, break. Yeah, I was like, like fidgeting and like I was on the edge of my seat. I knew they survived. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but but they because they still get it was hurt. So they do get hurt. They they take damage. That was doing more to me than any horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Just because you care about them so much, yeah, and everything that they stand for, and you know the stakes are so high because they're trapped there. Yeah, and the tension has been building for the whole movie, mm -hmm. um, which is another thing that makes it good. Mm -hmm. I like the scene where one of the morphlings comes out and saves Peta, and Peta's like, "She sacrificed herself for me," and kind of like, "Really, you think so?" And Peta's like, "That's what it looked like," and I think that's kind of part of them. Starting to like, or Katniss kind of getting the first glimpse of what her actions, like the impact her actions have had on on everybody besides just like people, like people in the capital, like the tributes as well, 
and how how this woman probably like saw what Katniss stood for or something or like saw who they are and wanted to like do her part in the rebellion or something you know what I mean right and like help them out yeah I wasn't sure what to make of that scene it seemed like a very real interaction Mm -hmm. also the way that they're like holding her and they're like telling her to like look up at the sky when she's dying and being like look at the look at the look at the orange sunset it's my favorite color (laughs) it was a sunrise oh Mm. ah morning after a long night of monkeys and poison gas Mm -hmm. baboons i like the scene when finnick sees joanna and like a couple other people on the beach and he just is so immediately trusting Mm -hmm. he just walks over to them and he's like hey joanna yeah i like finnick me too me too as well I thought it was a little cringy when he was like, the horses get to eat as much sugar as we want, but we got to grab sugar while we can. And, and, he, and then he walked away. Yeah. He was name. obviously in on the plan as well. Yeah. And he would have known that Joanna was. Yeah. I think it's a really good thing that they didn't tell Katniss because she's not very good at acting. No. Unlike Jennifer Lawrence. Shout out Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. If you're listening, we love, love you. you. Jennifer Lawrence is the Russian boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She just really loves Milligan Radio. She, she, she really loves this show. Mm-hmm. She's going to be so excited to hear. Jennifer Lawrence, email us if you would like a guest spot on the yeah. show. Yeah, we might consider. Letting, yeah. 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 You know, guest star. <laughs> Could you imagine that? <laughs> hey guys, we got Jennifer Lawrence on our podcast. <laughs> the Russian bot would lose its mind. <laughs> <laughs> We'd get so many listeners. I would be would so we? stressed. I don't think we would. <laughs> they, They'd they be would like, who is she? <laughs> I don't know who that is. Does she play a sport? <laughs> Is she? Did she graduate from here? Is she on the track team? <laughs> I haven't heard of her. Is she in choir? Oh, she must. She must not play a sport here. Actually, I don't know who she is. Never heard of her. I had a um, prom. Our prom senior year was like hollywood themed and so they brought cardboard cutouts of some of the stars mm-hmm. and the guy that i went with won jennifer lawrence oh <laughs> <laughs> and so we went we went over to like our friend's house for an like an after thing and jennifer lawrence was there and we would just like set her up <laughs> around the house and like scare scare everybody because there was like a bathroom mm-hmm. with a window to the patio mm-hmm. and so we would just Put her on the inside of the thing. So whenever you went to the bathroom, you would just see her. Oh my God, Jennifer Lawrence. I need a cutout of Jennifer Lawrence. (laughs) I want a PETA cutout. The one where he's just like standing there. If you haven't seen the the PETA cutout from whenever they were selling those, he's kind of awkward. Not going to lie. So I mean, reflex, reflective. Mm -hmm. Is he wearing a turtleneck? No. (laughs) <laughs> he's not wearing a turtle, a V-neck though. No, he's not. He's wearing a normal neck. <laughs> well, while we're <laughs> he's wearing a normal neck. <laughs> while we're watching the movie, um, there's a scene where they're on the train and Katniss is like, "We could get married." She purely says this as a strategic thing, and then Peta just like completely straight face the whole time, and then he leaves, and then I like to imagine that he was. Really excited. up and down. Internally. Squealing. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, as she, like, proposed to him, not really. She proposed to him to Hamish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what we did he get, say? We could get married. He was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> he's like, yeah, let's do it. Okay, I guess. If I must. If you insist. He's <laughs> like, oh, if I have to. Anything, anything to save District 12 <laughs> and myself. <laughs> Yeah, anything, anything for, the for the rebellion. <laughs> Give the people what they want. <laughs> uh, how'd that button get in the? Uh, 
Mm-hmm. I really like her wedding dress. Talk about costume design. Yeah, that was Oh my good. God, it's so beautiful. And the dress that it turns into, yeah. uh, they're stunning. so equally gorgeous. Oh my God. Like I, there's this girl on, on Instagram. She made the, the Katniss dress. It's just so pretty. And like her hair, she looks like a swan. And then she like does the spinny thing. And then she's a mocking bird, mocking jay, you know? And it's like, oh my God, she's a bird. It, yeah, it really is like a double whammy of two very mm-hmm. lovely costumes. She also just looks very pretty. Mm-hmm. Like the first scene with the with the grandma scarf, it looks like she's wearing a wig. Oh. I think they dyed her hair darker for this next movie. Yeah, I, I felt like Peter was blonder, but that could have just been purely my imagination. Yeah, well, he's grown up <clears throat> now. I think that in this movie, they do feel a lot older because obviously the games aged them. Like they feel so young in the first movie. Like Katniss genuinely feels kind of like a like a young like a, or an older teenager, you know. Yeah. But in this movie, like, oh, sorry, they feel like adults. Yeah. Like everything that's going on, like they feel really, really grown up. So you kind of forget how young they're supposed to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't... In the first movie, I could, like, relate to them. Mm-hmm. In this next movie, I feel like we are not Well, emotionally. the whole thing with, like, kids killing each other... <laughs> the um, whole thing with kids killing each other... The whole thing is, In the first movie, that's so much more of a focus. You're whereas right. in the second movie, um, the they... Well, that too, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, but in the in the arena, it's mostly adults. Yeah. Yeah. People of all ages. Yeah, right. there's not any, like, 12-year-olds. Right. They're all elderly. They all volunteer. Did they? No. 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 Peter volunteered. Peter volunteered. The careers volunteer. Mags volunteered. Yeah. 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 I feel like they also didn't introduce, like, half of them. But I feel like they didn't necessarily do that in the first movie. Anyway, like yeah. the ones that yeah. they kill off first, mm-hmm. irrelevant. The the, <laughs> the one where they put what is his name? Josh Hutcherson, is that his name? Hutchinson, Hutchinson, something like that. The actor who played Peta. There was there was a scene where they were showing all of the people that died, and it looked a lot like they just they just put him in a in a beard as one of the people <laughs> they, they the budget ran out <laughs> yeah for that specific, no they just didn't have any time they're like okay come here took a picture and put a beard on him Be- beard pita <laughs> be really funny if they just like did that to katniss because it's like the main character of the movie <laughs> and then it's just like her but with a bob <laughs> <laughs> she's she's all the background characters <laughs> in scene. yeah she also plays like a like a store <laughs> store clerk in, in one of the scenes she's Effie oh my god it's a jennifer Lawrence cameo <laughs> <laughs> because she wrote the book <laughs> yeah susan collins suzanne no. Suzanne. Mm-hmm. Suzanne. Colin. Oh my god. All, Edward Cullen. It all goes back to Twilight. It all goes back to Twilight. I okay, so Suzanne Collins yeah. wrote Hunger Games. She did indeed. I forgot who else I was thinking of. There was another JK Rowling? No, I know her. Personally? Yeah. <laughs> she can you tell her to just stop, please? I uh, she's I I'm gonna invite <laughs> her on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> Kath, <laughs> Kath, Kathleen Hoover. That name sounds very familiar. She, oh, she wrote, she writes books. She writes books. Is that that really popular yeah. romance author? Yeah. Okay. She's who I was thinking of. Who wrote Why? Twilight? Oh. Stephanie Meyer. Yeah. You should know this. I should know Why that. do I know this and not you? <laughs> well, that's embarrassing for me. <laughs> Number one Twilight fan. More like. Not number number, number two. Twilight Twilight fan. Twilight fan. Okay, that's not someone's foot. What did I say? Foot. So <laughs> <laughs> Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Speaking of Hunger Games, I'm really hungry. Do you guys want to know what's for dinner tonight? I was yeah. telling Marnie it's the ticket night, so it's gonna be those French fries and those chicken tenders and bean burrito, bean burgers. Hmm, bean burgers, scrumptious. I really like to eat the patties off of bean burgers, <clears throat> but I don't think you don't like the beans. I know I love the beans. I love the bean. I love the meat part of the bean burger, but I don't think bean burger and bread <gasps> is good combo. I just thought of something. What? 
I like, I really like during the capital scene where they're like there and then they talk about like the food, the, the thing that they drink to th- make themselves throw up. That in the book, Ooh. especially, is such a surreal, like it's a much more impactful thing in the book. Yeah. Because it's like this realization of just how like, tainted and horrible like these people are to just like have so much excess food that they throw it up so that they can eat more food like Peta even makes a comment about it because it's just like to me i just think about that scene so much because it really just like it it we already have like the disparity between the way the out the capital looks and the way it feels and the way everybody's dressed to the districts but then you have this like it's not just the way that they are look it's like a fully like in like in and out thing that they are completely different in like every single aspect because they don't care they're not caring about the food that they're wasting or like and stuff like that like they genuinely like are a completely different breed of people yeah i guess they're just like so used to excess that Mm -hmm. it's completely unattached from yeah the rest of the is i i feel like there are a lot of movies of recent like horror movies that have been giving rich people bad commentary. Well deserved. In some in some instances. I think that's a thing that has been happening for a very long time. Yeah. That's true. That's not necessarily new. Yeah. Because specifically in the Hunger Games, when you see the what the capital has, that's when you kind of are like, they don't need all of this and they're just letting all of these people yeah. suffer. M- Mariana pointed out during the movie that if they just gave them a little more food, yeah, there would not be that this much rebellion. There would not be an uprising, and that's the problem where it lies with the disconnect with like President Snow actually kind of being a good diplomat. Mm-hmm. And there's there's the disconnect because yeah, yeah, it, like he, I feel like he would be a good like cutthroat leader. Like he's obviously set out to be, you know, like he's a commanding character. Mm-hmm. But he's also part of this long tradition because this is the the 75th (laughs) Hunger Games. So he's not 75 years old. Well, maybe he is. Yeah. He's not the first leader of this horrible country. Yeah. He wasn't one. And there were, there was a rebellion. It's 75 years since a rebellion. Mm -hmm. So this, this society has been corrupt for so long Mm -hmm. and he's been so sheltered in this Corrupt culture. He's probably never been to the other districts. He was, I think, in the... He literally does go to the other... He goes to District 12. Oh, you're right. Never mind. In the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, the one that she wrote as like a a precursor. Prequel. To um, the rest of these. It it focuses on him. And he's around for the the very first Hunger Games. Okay. Like, I forgot if he was... How old is he? He would have had to be like one... He was, I think he was, like, teen-aged. What? That I mean, he's, like, okay. 95? I might be getting that wrong, but I think he... Are you sure? I'm nearly positive that... Well, he was either in a Hunger Games or around for one of the first ones. Oh, let me look it up. I might be spouting lies. Lies. I believe that he was around for the first one, but... Yeah, he would have had to be a baby. Or like five years old or something. Maybe they just age differently. But he would then be eighty. There's no way he can walk around on his own at eighty. Well, this people is, do walk around. on I their know, own but 80. he looks really young. Like he looks like he's because he's at, a movie actor. They have to be pretty. You're right. Yeah. Kicking, kicking, killing kids at eighty. Yeah. Some people are walking around at ninety. True. He has been the president of Pan Am since the 20th Hunger Games at the age of 23. Since the what Hunger Games? Since the 20th. 20th. Okay, so he wasn't in He was three years old in the first Hunger Games. He was three years old. Okay, but, okay. Maybe he was in, like, the 10th one. Or he was in, like, the first... (sighs) He's 78. Like, I remember there being something significant about the one that he was in was it also the quarter call no it wouldn't have worked i think it maybe was the 10th one and he might also not have been in it but his friend was oh gosh Hmm. there was a girl lucy lucius (laughs) the morning star 
It was true that the Hunger Games were his creation, but only thanks to Dr. Gall and Snow's father, Crassus Snow. Mm. Intriguing. Okay, he never participated in the Hunger Games, but he had, like, a, a little crush who was in the Hunger Games. Mm. Was she, like, in District 1? I don't remember. From. Yeah. So, he's had, like, connection to it. But, yeah. I think if, like, I do plan on watching the movie when it comes out for the next one, um, for the prequel. It will be interesting to see kind of why he is the way he is and why he's so cutthroat and if it is just kind of a just he's just a product of what he's been raised to do i would imagine he would be desensitized to it yeah after a time mm-hmm. you you dislike him by the end of the book you like him for a lot of the book and then you begin to dislike him i think it's a, it's a good book it sets up really his character like he's a he's a good bad guy mm-hmm. yeah yeah, he does he does do really good at just being a bad guy throughout the because he doesn't he's not like, "Oh, I want I want to kill all these people." blah blah blah. There's a scene in um in like Mocking Jay. I don't know if it's one or two where he where him and Katniss are talking to each other and she's like yet like angry at him for killing all of the like prim and stuff and he's and he's like cuz like remember they promised like not to lie to each other and he's like he's like I he said no, she. He's like, I didn't do that. He's like, I, I'm, I'm not above killing. I'm not above killing children, but I'm not wasteful. Um, and she like knows that he's telling the truth, and so that's where he kind of like tells her about Coin and Gale and how they're part of like having killed Prim and stuff. And so he like everything he does is strategic. Like, there's not any. He doesn't just kill to kill. Right. No. And because he like was already brought up when the Hunger Games were already a thing, he probably only sees, sees that as the only way to keep people, people in line. Yeah. We have four more minutes. There's, there's a scene where Gale is, I think, just at work, and he's watching mm-hmm. the Hunger Games on the TV. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's just such a part of their every day yeah yeah because that's how he gets so sad when like katniss and Peta are lovey-dovey mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he has a little sad sad boy moment <laughs> sad boy era <laughs> um that's our thoughts and opinions on the hunger games catching fire woo woo that was us, that was us clapping oh uh, yeah we're really fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah, good movie overall. Mm-hmm. Not perfect, but not perfect, but good. But good, really good. Good book to movie adaptation. Yes, the, the adaptations are good. I don't think it's the movie's fault that the last book was bad. Yeah. Uh, who knows what we're gonna do next? I don't know. Twilight? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe Twilight? Maybe. I would be completely okay with that. Yeah, there's so much to talk about with Twilight. Yeah. So much, a lot to so unpack. So much to unpack, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Unpack and then put back in a box and hide away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if we do it after my... No, that's too long. I was going to say I can wear the Twilight shirt to mm. it. The future Twilight shirt that I want. <laughs> I'm magically gonna get for my <laughs> birthday. <laughs> You're predicting your birthday present. I am predicting my birthday present. I'm either going to buy it for myself or wait mm-hmm. and, and ask my mommy. Mommy, can I have a Twilight shirt for for my 19th birthday? <laughs> it's good. It's gonna be Twilight and Weezer themed. Oh my god! When's your birthday? Crossover. Event. Tell tell the audience when their birth your birthday is. So March twenty seventh. You're all invited. Party, Woo. party at my place. Russian bot included. Russian bot, you especially. You're the guest of honor. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence, come on down. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence to the Jennifer front. Lawrence will be there. Yeah. <laughs> so y'all better turn up. It's like in um, movies where like they lie about some famous person being at their like dingy little party at their uh-huh. dad's house, and, and then, then they I'm, actually show up. Yeah, that's, that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and then everyone gets like, you said that Barack Obama was going to be at your party. I don't see him. Hi, guys. He walks in through the door. Well, let me be clear. (laughs) Let me be clear. Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) I brought cake. Um, State of the Union. (laughs) Economics. America. Michelle and Barack Obama are also invited to my 19th birthday party. <laughs> Michelle, fix the food. You ruined it. This is this is a plea. Michelle, please. Now we're out of the school system now. We don't have to suffer. Well, my siblings are suffering. This is not just an action for myself, but for all of those who come after me. Like Katniss. Yes. Be, be your own Katniss Everdeen, guys. Look, HISD gives us money for groceries. So, actually... I had no complaints. Mm. <laughs> good, good. That I the school food is fine. I also don't mind Salvageable. the school food here. Yeah, I must say I love Milligan yeah. University. Bill Greer, you are my favorite person, and I am so thankful for all of the things that you have done for us. Anyways, that's film landing. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's that's, that's it. That's that's, it. That's, that's the show. Here we love Milligan and we love film. We love orange and we love the color orange and black. And we want you to use code buff fifty five for for <laughs> HelloFresh for HelloFresh for HelloFresh. All right, thank you guys. Goodbye, for, Fresh. Bye. <laughs>